Welcome to The Outside Story, a podcast on TV, film, and media from an outside perspective. I am your co-host, Jonathan, and with me today, we have my co-host and brother, Larry. This month on The Outside Story, we are doing an October Halloween special, and today's episode is called Scary Sisters. The two films that we chose for this one are A Tale of Two Sisters, released in 2003. It's a Korean film with an American remake called The Uninvited. And um, the other film is called Dearest Sister. It's a Lao film that uh, was released in 2016. We didn't necessarily choose this subgenre or this category per se, but we did come up with a list of movies that we wanted to be a part of the podcast special. And Mm -hmm. we ended up choosing... A Tale of Two Sisters and Dearest Sister, and we just group them together and be like, hey, that's about like scary sisters, so let's do an episode on scary sisters. Um, And that's Mm kind of how we came up with this category. A Tale of Two Sisters is about Sumi, um, and she is returning home from some sort of care that she um, she was receiving care for something that had happened. And she's returning home, and she goes into the house, and her sister is with her in the car, and they both kind of like kind of explore their childhood home together and kind of get acclimated back into the home. And as soon as they walk into the house, though, like they have a stepmother who is, is very new to them, and she kind of starts to treat them very, very badly. And essentially, it's kind of like a, a story of the two sisters being like having these traumatic events happen to them in their home and this kind of like invasion of this new woman and also like for some reason they're being haunted by this by this other ghost inside the house as well and and they don't mm-hmm. they don't know why um yeah. i'm not going to give away too much of the story just in case you want to watch it but yeah. if we do end up you know talking about major plot points then um we'll preface it and uh you can kind of skip over it Um, Yeah. Yeah. So, Larry, what did you think about this film? My first impression was um, right when this film finished, I thought to myself, I need to watch this again. It's one of those films that I had to watch twice because I missed a few things the first time around. And I felt like I knew this film had more to say and I had to rewatch it. Yeah. Um, Because I was kind of skimming the plot summary and I was like, okay, I completely missed a lot of things. Yeah. So I got to rewatch it. Yeah. Um, And it's very important to pay attention to a lot of key points and uh it's weird because this film it's classified under horror but it's more like a drama with like really strong horror elements but more of a drama um yeah just because like the, the way the stepmother interacts with the kids is just so crazy yeah i i think i would agree with that it's it does mm-hmm. definitely feel like a drama with very very strong horror elements to it mm-hmm and I say strong horror elements because when the first jump scare happens, <laughs> I was like cursing. I was like, because, okay, I swear, okay, jump scares are supposed to go away after like a couple seconds. But I swear, this jump scare stayed on way longer than it needed to. I was like, uh, wait, wait, you're supposed to go away. Yeah. Why are you, why are you still here? Yeah, it definitely away? lingered. Yeah, I was like, oh, and so that, the way it broke that expectation just totally caught me off guard. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. like. That's really good. And so, so then when I rewatched it again, I was like, I'll, I braced for it. Like, I knew what to expect. Um, <laughs> and I even forgot. But see, even though my second time watching around, I forgot about the jump scare under the kitchen sink. I was like, oh, oh, my, my God. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. 
<laughs> I forgot. Oh my goodness. How did I forget? How did I forget of all jump scares? Yeah. I forgot that one. Yeah. I was watching it with my oh. friend and I was like, oh, something is definitely going to happen right here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we knew. Yeah. But yeah, I watched, apparently I watched it when I was younger, but I think it was too slow for me. So I didn't really pay attention at all. Yeah. Yeah, this film came out a while ago, in 2003, so we were yeah. still high school, middle school at that time? Yeah, high school, middle school. Yeah. yeah, so a lot of it just didn't really resonate with me. When I watched it for my first time, I was able to kind of understand a little bit more, but it was still really slow. Like, the pacing was really slow. Yeah, it is very Nothing's slow. Nothing's really going on, mm-hmm. but the second time around watching it, I appreciated everything a lot more. It, like, once you know what to expect, what can happen, it really makes the second time, mm-hmm. oh, again, mm-hmm. like, really enjoyable. Um, so I'm really glad I watched it again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was really, really well done. Basically, like, it talks about how we cope with trauma, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And cope with, like, new experiences. Yeah. And I, I just thought this film did a really great job at it. Yeah, and, so. and I thought that, like, I thought that this film was very, like, progressive you know what i mean like considering its time and its audience you know Mm -hmm. i don't know i just feel like and and i guess i can't speak for you know south korean uh, folks or whatever but for my experience as a Hmong american growing up like you just don't talk about like trauma and mental illness and stuff like that you know um Mm -hmm. so to like have a film on it like, that's just, I don't know. Like, that's super progressive to me. What do you think? Yeah, because most of the time we just kind of brush it under the rug. Right. And even then, uh, you still kind of experience that a little bit too, right? When um when the father invited, like, his brother. Brother-in-law. His brother-in-law yeah. and sister to eat over for dinner. Even that scene felt very uncomfortable for, for him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, there's little aspects of that, you know, sprinkled onto the film. Right. You know, and basically on how we handle, um, you know, mental illness and, like, the kind of, like, new experiences of, like, you know, oh, it's a new stepmother. We don't want to mess with them. You know what I mean? Right. That sort of thing. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. I thought it was a really, really well done film. And mm-hmm. and, and I thought that it was, um, the, the acting in it is pretty superb. <laughs> there are definitely tropes in it, I feel, especially with the stepmother kind of being, like, the evil stepmother and stuff like that. But I think it was in this story like a very, very well-needed character. And mm-hmm. I also feel like, and this could be a good thing or a bad thing, but then I knew the the major plot twist in the film, or at least I remembered it, and I thought okay. it was a particular plot twist, but there was more to it than I had remembered. And so oh, okay. it, was kind of, it was kind of interesting for me to be like, oh, I knew that, but then this part doesn't make sense, you know? Um, and so when you when you watch the film, or if you watch the film, then the narrative of the film relies very, very heavily on on a plot twist. Mm-hmm. And um, either your mind will be blown, or it will be spoiled for you because we told you there was a plot twist. Yeah, I also thought that there were some really, really well done shots in the film, and yes. the use of like color and textures and patterns were like so visually and aesthetically pleasing <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was a great film and i think mm-hmm. people should watch it i agree yeah mm-hmm. especially if you're like interested in trauma and in the ways in which people deal with trauma mm-hmm. i think it's a really good film but warning it is pretty scary yes yes it is pretty scary and it is kind of slow and you have to really pay attention and you're going to have a lot of questions and at the end you're still going to have a lot of questions yeah, and then when you rewatch it, you're like, okay, it answers all your questions. So that's <laughs> yeah. what happened with me. Or you can just so. look up uh, what other people say about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what me and my friend did. 
So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We had all these questions and we were like, oh, okay, okay. Do you want to talk a little bit about The Uninvited? Have you seen that? I've actually seen The Uninvited, um, okay. which is the American remake of A Tale of Two Sisters. I had thought it was the same director, um, but it's not. I don't know why I thought that, but I did. But The Uninvited is the American remake of this film, and it is okay. I definitely prefer the original Korean film over the remake. That kind of seems to be the theme here with mm-hmm. <laughs> with uh, foreign films and their remakes for horror movies. Yeah. For us, I should say. Yeah, so our next film for today's episode is called Dearest Sister. Now, I hadn't heard about this film before I had subscribed to the horror-only like film TV subscription. It's called Shudder. C-S-H- I can't spell today. S-H-U-D-D-E-R. Shudder. C-H-U-D-D-E-R. <laughs> I was going to say like S-C-H. I was like, no, that's yeah. not it. Um, yeah, different from the Thai film Shutter, which is S H U T T E R. This mm-hmm. is the double D's in the Shutter, um, mm-hmm. and it's a horror movie and TV only. It's like horror only subscription service. Where yeah, but anyway, I subscribed to it for free for like the first week or whatever the trial, and the movie Dearest Sister was on it, and I was like, oh, this looks interesting, and so. I looked it up and people said really, really good things about it. And so I put it on my watch list and I ended up watching it and I really, really liked it. Quick synopsis of this film. It's about this woman. Her name is Nock and she is essentially hired by her cousin to come and take care of her cousin because her cousin is, she has some sort of disease or physical disability where she's going blind. And since her cousin's husband is working a lot um he can't take care of her and they don't trust the caretakers of the house and so what they do is they employ knock to come and take care of the cousin and essentially knock and her cousin is it anna or or anna i don't know how to pronounce it correctly but essentially the two of them become close and they start calling each other sister yeah and the scary premise i guess of this film is that when when Anna has these, she kind of has these seizures. And when she has these seizures, uh, she sees ghosts and spirits and they whisper into her ear and she repeats what they say. And they, for some reason, only say numbers. They don't really say any words or anything like that. They say these numbers and Nock realizes that it's numbers. She uses the numbers one day as like a lottery ticket numbers. And she realizes that she's starting to win and then Mm -hmm. knock essentially starts to induce these seizures for her cousin to sort of like abuse her um and use her to get money for herself because knock comes from a very very poor family and that's why she essentially said yes to this employment opportunity from her cousin because her cousin uh, is married to this really really rich white guy or no just say really really rich i should say well off foreigner who like owns this um i think it's like a do you remember what it is larry like an engineering firm or of some sort mm, or like like solar panels or something. yeah yeah like a solar mm-hmm. panel um company uh like a startup and and he he makes he makes good money so yeah what did you think about this film larry i liked this film a lot yeah more than i thought i would have because i don't know like it again kind of like a tale of two sisters this film is more of a drama that has 
pretty I want to say strong horror elements, but it has, like, horror elements in it. Because the ghosts and, like, the spiritual stuff right. isn't really, like, the focus of the story. Right. Like, you know, they don't go on a hunt and try to figure out, like, oh, why does why does uh, Anna have, have these, you know, why does she see all this? You know, why does she do that? They don't really care. Yeah. It's more about, like, what they do with it. Right. And right. I think that's what makes this film really good. Yeah. It's what makes it special. Yeah. Because you know? th- they're not trying to unsolve this. They're not trying to solve this mystery, right. you know? I, I would also add that, like, the ending is very tragic and is a tip- is a somewhat mm-hmm. typical horror ending. And so that's why it's, like, pushed into the horror genre is because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really liked the ending, too. Like, uh, Oh, yeah. The ending it, is pretty good. Yeah. Like, if I were to do this film, I would end it like that, too. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's exactly yeah. how I would end it. It kind of needs to end that way. Yeah. It's, like, begging to be to, to end that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I definitely would have ended it that way, too. I was like, oh, man, that's so good. Just because, like, uh, so throughout the film, basically, when Anna starts to realize that she's being abused by Nook, that's when she starts to kind of push Nook away and say, no, I don't need your help anymore. You know, I have all these other people who can help me. And their relationship starts to shatter, But you know, because they're doing so good for so long. And then it starts to shatter. Yeah. And then they start to kind of hold resentment towards each other. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it just really starts to kind of show you a little bit of, like, there's a lot of commentary on it. Mm-hmm. If anything, I would put under social thriller as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think so. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, yeah. And just because it has so much things to say about like class mm-hmm. about your class about foreigners in in these kind of countries mm-hmm. and yeah there's just so many elements thrown into it i'm like yeah like that's that's really really well mm-hmm. done because it had a lot to say yeah yeah it's so good because like um the cousin anna she like she essentially like starts to believe that she can abuse people just because her husband's rich you know and she, in a sense, like starts to abuse like the like her cousin Nook, and she also starts to like treat the caretakers like trash, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then the caretakers also like also trash their place when like when yeah. they're on vacation and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's just yeah, it's just this, such an interesting like it's like this is what colonialism does, you know. Mm-hmm. It like separates you know people into like these major class systems where like like the very very rich like are abusing the very very poor you know and it's the people who like have these relationships or can get married to these these like rich foreigners who like are the ones who make it Mm -hmm. um and everybody else is like literally like crawling on the ground looking for like scraps and for money and and trying their best to survive you know Mm -hmm. um yeah yeah it's it's such a good film and when you know you said that there's just kind of this shift where like um that anna has towards knock you know Mm -hmm. i think it's really interesting like narratively in the movie that like at that point like i feel like the main character switches over to to mm-hmm. Anna, right? Would mm-hmm. would you say that? That's what happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because the majority of the film is told from like Nock's perspective, but then as soon as like that perspective shift happens, like it's just like it's just all about the cousin and and the other mm-hmm. character. Yeah. Um, yeah. Super super well done and and super interesting uh, from the mm-hmm. director's perspective. Yeah. Do you have anything else to say about this film? Other than that, I really really liked it. Yeah. Like it's really really close to like knocking off. No, I don't think it knocks off. Probably adds to like top time, uh, top all time favorite films. Mm. It might, it might hit there. But if I had a, <laughs> if I had, if I had a genre list for it, it'd definitely be up there for horror. Yeah, definitely well done. I really, really liked it. Really enjoyed it. I just can't praise it enough. Yeah, you know? yeah. 
And um, it's it's like um I think it's the director she's a Southeast Asian woman. I think she is Laotian. But like I think it's her like directorial debut. Um I think so. Yeah, yeah. and so definitely check it out. Again, it's more on the line the lines of drama with like some horror elements to it. So if you don't really do like horror, this is one I think that you should definitely check out, especially yeah. because Let's be honest, there's not a lot of Southeast Asian representation in the film industry today that, like, make it up to, like, these standards. You know what I mean? My memories of Southeast Asian films are, like, like when um, when our mom watches, um, like, her Thai dramas and stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I think that this film, like, stays true to its roots, where, like, it has mm-hmm. that kind of, like, Southeast Asian, like, feel to it because it deals with these very, very strong issues of class and abuse, but then it just does a phenomenal job in its execution and in its acting and in its writing. I think it's just an overall really, really good film that you should definitely watch. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of The Outside Story called Scary Sisters. I hope that you will join us next time for our episode on Jordan Peele. So moving forward, just a quick little PSA, I guess. We're going to be looking at three different directors. I'm not going to give away who else we're going to be talking about, but the first of the three that we're going to be looking at is Jordan Peele. So join us tomorrow um, as we talk about Get Out, released in 2017, and Us, released in 2019. See you next time. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.